Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Entry Level Podcast, where we talk all things entry level. I'm Lindsay Bernard, and I'm here with my co-host, Sarah Dudley. Today, we are going to tackle an oftentimes sensitive topic, sexual harassment. In this episode, we'll share what sexual harassment looks like, our experiences, and some of our personal thoughts on it, and really how prevalent it is for both women and men, not just in the workplace, but really everywhere. There's a lot of feelings around this topic, and so we thought it would be a good one to tackle. So, Sarah, why don't we just dive right in, and you can start. Yeah, no, I think, obviously, this is a topic that has had a lot of attention in the last few years. I feel like, you know, every day when you log into Twitter or watch the news or anything, there's another example of harassment, sexual harassment or assault coming to light. Um, And so I think it's, it's becoming a topic that is talked about more, which I think is you know, when there's any kind of long-standing problem, just the awareness around it and talking about it more is part of the solution. And so I think the fact that we're talking about it here is important because when you're going into the workforce and you're young, if you're a female or man, regardless, you should either be thinking about, you know, how your behavior can impact someone else. Maybe you don't know how your behavior impacts somebody or the things you say. That's why there's so much training. I mean, I just had to do a bunch of training on sexual harassment and bullying and and all that stuff. And and I think when you're young and you're entering the workforce, you may not even necessarily know what it means to sexually harass someone. And you may not necessarily know what it feels like Mm -hmm. to be sexually harassed. If you're a female, you probably do. But you may not. And so I think like talking about it and understanding what it looks like is important because some studies show that anywhere from a quarter to more than 80%, and that's a huge range, right? Like basically saying it potentially every man and woman has been sexually harassed or assaulted, unfortunately. And so up to 80% of women and even up to 40 to 45% of men have experienced some form of sexual harassment in their lifetime, not necessarily at work, but I think behaviors that happen at work are more filtered, right? So Mm -hmm. like, Obviously, there's going to be less examples of it in the workforce than there is in real life, but you see it in both sides. I think work is, I I think it's tough. And the thing is, it doesn't matter kind of what industry you're in because it's like we mentioned, it's prevalent everywhere. And, you know, I'm in a male dominated industry with entertaining clients, like most like having that job since I was basically 24 years old and I was with grown men in those type of situations. And, you know, I come at it from a different way. Like, I mean, not a different way, but I have, I definitely have a different experience. I've never put my, I will honestly say I'm very aware of the situations I'm putting myself in. And if I feel, if I get an inch of feeling uncomfortable because I am around so many older men, you know, both customers and clients and both 
internally, I make a very conscious effort to one, if I see the flirting, like, you know, it always kind of starts with making a comment, you know, or like, I have a ton of guy friends who make comments all the time. But you know, you get that kind of uncomfortable feeling when it comes from someone that you don't know, or you don't trust. So my or they don't want it, or you don't want it to come from. And so for me, what I struggle with is that line of like, because I'm around guys all the time that I'm really close with. And like, I'm a, I'm a, like a girl's guy. Like I yeah. I have a ton of guy friends and I don't get offended easily. And I can give it out just as, you know, from any type, I can give it out and not take it. But when it comes to professionally and the actual seriousness of sexual harassment, I get a really uncomfortable feeling when I get an unwanted comment or I can see the situations almost like turning and I try to remove myself from it. So I can honestly say on this, you know, on this podcast that I've never felt you know, seriously sexually harassed. And I, but with that said, I have removed myself from situations early enough and I got lucky. Sometimes people don't get that lucky. And I think when you get that feeling, it's always good to walk away or say, you know, or kind of like start like being more aware of what's going on. But yeah, so from my personal experience, I see it a lot like you do. I'm sure you see it too. I mean, I see some of my, even my coworker friends will be like, do you think like they're kind of like looking at me weird or they, mm-hmm. th- he put this on my day. De- and when I started hearing that, I immediately am like, okay, make sure you're don't, you don't have to like document it, but just be aware. You told me maybe tell someone else, you know, yeah. cause you never, you do never, you really, you don't know. It, yeah. And I think all these stories that have come out the last couple of years, you know, you mentioned it's been really in the news. And I think that all these stories of people coming forward is great and stuff. And I, I always just wonder like, how did it start? You know, like, I always think like, did they get that? When did they realize it was going too far, too far? And so from my perspective, I think I always just try to be aware of the situation. And I know sometimes you can't help it, but that kind of helps me avoid it. Yeah, I will say definitely awareness is huge. And, you know, if you were feeling something uncomfortable, mm-hmm. don't invalidate that. Yeah. Like if you're feeling uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable for a reason. There are signs in you saying that something is off or something is wrong. I actually had a situation, you know, probably five, six years ago now where I was young in my career, like really early stages, starting a new job. And there were several situations of just weird things that were said that I just kind of chalked up to like, oh, you know, they've been drinking or I've been drinking and like, whatever, it's fine. I'm sure it wasn't meant the way they said it, that type of thing, but super inappropriate things. Like someone commented, and this was like, this was the same person, kind of an ongoing situation. And they commented something about like how their wife doesn't like to have sex anymore. And then I, we were in a group and somehow I was standing next to him and I was the only person who heard it. Yeah. And someone else was like, oh, you know, what did you say? Like, they didn't catch it. And he was like, well, Sarah heard it. Like, yeah, you know, like that, weird that weird kind of- vibe. And then, and that was like, and there were other situations where I, the same person, I was competing in a comp, in like a fitness competition. Oh. And like in these competitions, you wear a bikini, you're on stage, you're doing, but like, whatever, that's my personal life. I was like into fitness a lot. Then that's something I was doing as a hobby. And he was like, oh, you want to show me your routine? And like, <laughs> like, this is something I worked. It was just so, and this guy's like, you know, married kid, like the whole thing. It was just 
And I, it was completely unwelcome from my perspective, like not some, yeah. you know, not even something that I was like, oh, you know, I'm into this guy, whatever, like nothing like that. And so just weird things like that that come up, I think, like early in your career and you don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And so long story short, this guy ends up getting fired for sexual harassment, not because of me, but I think there had been a lot of situations that ultimately ended up in escalating to a point where it was so inappropriate that he got fired. And so... It made me feel better because those those moments where I had felt really uncomfortable and like me questioning my own judgment, though, made me realize that I should have listened to those instincts all along because it was out of line. And then when I found out what he had ultimately gotten fired for, it was like, like, maybe I could have prevented that if I had reported it myself, you know, yeah, or, totally. at least, or at least help to get him out faster maybe I don't know so I had I have a very similar story like one of the first jobs I had my supervisor like my supervisor he was engaged but he would definitely and I was like kind of friends with him too because he was younger but like he would definitely make comments and he was engaged and he would text like he'll be like hey you know I'm out in the city like where are you and I'm like oh I'm at home he's like in your bed you know like things like that yeah yeah and at first and I was and I used to show my roommates and be like look at how ridiculous this guy is you know and then I had left or gone into a new role or, uh, yeah, I had left the division just doing something different. And, like, same similar story. Five months later, he called me and texted me and said, hey, someone's going to reach out to you as, like, a witness for me. I'm getting, like, in trouble with HR for this and that. But this girl's, like, lying. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, she's definitely probably not lying because yeah. you said similar things to me. And remember we were laughing about it when that happened. And it's, it's not funny, but it was kind of, like, the same thing. I think because I don't know, I've never, I, a lot, like I said, it takes a lot to kind of rattle me. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like in, to offend me and I have a ton of guy friends and a brother and, you know, a ton of uncles and stuff. So it's like, I guess I just never thought about it, but now more and more as I've like things, people are like talking about this morning, it's becoming something so in the, like, I hate to say it, but in the news, yeah. it's like, I think back and I'm like, wow, that probably could, I probably should have said, you know, I should have said something too, you know, but I'm just going to pose this on the podcast and you can choose to answer or not, but I just don't know, like the line of like, like you said, when do you say something? I still don't know. Like, when do you record? Like when, like you, like do you, like I, I struggle with like, do you want to be that girl? But I think everyone should come forward. But then for my own personal thing, I'm like, I don't do it. And so, but like, you know what I, like, I always wonder like, what, what do people think? Like, what's the line? Is there a line? Like, you know what I I mean? I don't know. I'm just posing it. I'm not sure. No, I think, I think that's 100% valid because Ultimately, I was interviewed by HR because there had been several situations that not necessarily sexual harassment with this individual, but where it it escalated to a point that it was just inappropriate. And so I was interviewed by HR and talking to them, I started actually like crying. Like I was really upset talking to them as I was like replaying all the situations back. And then, and like, she was just like comforting me, like, like basically like you're like a young female yeah, and this guy is like so basically fair. preying on you. And, uh, and I, well, I was like apologizing for my actions because I think one of the situations, it was an event or something and I had been drinking. And so I was like, well, I was drinking too. And so I was probably not being like the most, like I was basically blaming myself for situations yeah. that may or like for stuff that had happened or been said that was not my fault. And I think a lot of women 
tend to be like, well, I mean, yes, it was weird or it was inappropriate. I got a weird vibe or, you know, it was upsetting, but, you know, this or that. Like, you don't know what the line is. And so I think, like, I think a lot of companies are trying to make that clearer what that line is. Yeah, that's, I think about that too. Like, what's the line? And, but it's not just, it's not just women. So, like my brother, he is a good looking kid. I mean, I, the run on joke is that my brother and sister are models and I was funny. So like, that's the whole joke in our family. Um, but my brother is like a six two, like good looking guy. Like he, but he's super shy, you know, and, and his whole, like my friends are always joke and say, Oh, Chris, when are you going to marry me and all this stuff. But I like a couple weeks ago, we were at a golf tournament and we're at like a country, a nice country club. And I can't even tell you, I've never noticed it so much of the women who like came up to him and like touched his arms or like would kind of put him in like weird situations. Like, yeah, it was, it was a charity thing. So after a golf, like people are drinking and stuff. And, but I mean, the kid's 27 and these, these women were easily in their forties, you know? And, And I just had never, and I've been out with him before, but I've just never seen that. And I, and he's a shy guy. I mean, you know, he's a shy guy. And I was like, so when the woman would cut, when he get, and he turned red and I was like, do you, he's like, I hate it. And I thought to myself, I'm like, wow, I wonder if he gets that, you know, like, yeah. I wonder like if he gets that, but he, he like kind of shut down a little bit and he didn't really know how to get out of the, like the couple women around him. And it was weird. It, I never had seen it before, but it, it got me thinking for this, actually when I was prepping for this episode that it definitely happens yeah. to men as well. Yeah. And I think it's almost People don't put as much emphasis on men who are affected by it, but obviously they are. And especially, you know, you get like a young fit guy on a, in a company or on a team that, and like suddenly there's like this new energy. And I think that like, I've seen that happen in my company or other companies. And like, like you just, I think everyone needs to be more aware of like what is okay. I think women tend typically like when it comes to flirting or something, there hasn't been an emphasis on like women needing to control that at work, you know, the way there yeah. is with men, like men have to be very careful. Women, women are guilty too of it. Women are definitely guilty of it. And so I have, like, I, everyone I have needs- friends who, yeah. Put, who toe the line. Like yeah. I do. And I like not to be like, I, I don't think it's okay, but it's also like, you're not going to, you know, you can't control what your friends do, but there is another side to it where, and even the same having guy friends, I've seen some of the things they've said or done at bars and I'm oh like, my God. stop, you know, or, but it, so it does happen. And I think like the more you talk about it and you're aware of it, you can like make sure you're helping other people or you could do something like I'm not a manager yet, but like in the next couple of years, hopefully my next role, I will be managing people. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that, you know, everyone feels comfortable and that they feel comfortable coming to me you know, if they feel like some, like something's going on that I'm missing or some, you know, anything. And so I've actually, I pay super attention to it because it's not just like, you know, obviously rape and things like that, you know, like sexually, that's like, you know, that's a line, you know, that line, well, hopefully by now people know that line, Yeah, but it's the words. It's like the little, I think it's like the little things that like don't hit the lines that just build up and make people crack. I yeah. think I, from what I've well, seen, I'll give you a few examples of situations where I almost lost my mind because just of something that a complete stranger said to me. So, I mean, I work in tech, obviously male dominated, like older male dominated for the most part. And, you know, I go to various events. I go a few times a year at least. Right. And so a lot of these events are also heavily male dominated. And so 
I feel like I get situations far less from people within my own company than I do when I go to an event and it's like all these people from other I areas. mean that she works at a company that these events have thousands if you ever oh, have been to a trade show and like yeah Think of the biggest conference you've probably gone to, and hers is probably bigger. So just to put that in context of these events <laughs> it depends that she on does. the size. But yeah, I mean, and so there's a few situations that stick out to me because to this day, it still riles me up when I think about it. I was telling one of my coworkers about it recently, and it still gets my blood boiling because of how angry I was in the moment. And so yeah. I was working booth at an event. And as part of that, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on. I'm in marketing. And so some of what goes on in this booth is like super, super, super technical, deep in the weed stuff that we have specialists come in to talk about. And I'm there to help make sure everything is going according to plan because that's what marketing does at these events. You make sure everything's running smoothly. You give people the information they need. You point them in the right direction. You make sure everything is running and sessions and all. There are so many things that you're doing. You're not necessarily there to be that subject matter expert for very specific things. There are people there for that. So someone comes up to me and they are asking me this very, very, very detailed question. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know the specifics that you need, but I know who does. So yeah. let me bring you over to them. And he looks at me and he goes, wow, you know, I guess it's true. You can't be both pretty and smart. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious. Looked at me as if I was going to then like laugh or be like, ha ha. And I, I tell you like, the number of times I've replayed that situation in my head and what I wanted to yeah, say well, and do. Yeah, that's the thing. But I was in such shock that I was just kind of like, okay, like, he's over here. Oh, like, I was, like, so busy processing in my mind what had just happened that I didn't have time to, like, come back with, like, a good comeback, right? Like, the yeah. things you would have said. But I was so fired up about that. Oh, my God. It still makes me angry. It's, like... How quickly can you demean someone in like an instant? What I always find, especially with clients and stuff, is how they feel like they can say anything to you. Yeah. And like I'm the type where with my clients, like, and I actually tell when I take over new accounts and even at my new job, I'm taking over new accounts and things like that. But when I take over new, I tell them in the first meeting with me, like I say, you know, I know you're not going to believe me right now, but. I always will tell you the truth. Like if you're honest with me, I'll be honest with you and we'll try to like work, you know, a good working relationship. But one thing that sends me so far over the edge is when they start treating and making comments like, you know, they take advantage of the work ethic or they take advantage of my team. If they start making comments, you know, kind of side swipes at me or like they start getting to that way or they start making comments about my team, my engineers or anything, a full stop to it yeah. because I just feel like it leads nowhere. But in my head, I'm always like, how do you think just because like I'm selling you something or you know, you have a relationship with my company that you can treat me and our team like this. You know, yeah. it, it's never ending. And not only that, it's just, you're never going to be able to control other people. And we've talked about this on other podcasts, like depending on where you live, depending on who you're around all the time, like depending on how self-aware you are, you might not even think you're doing anything wrong. Like example, like one of my guy friends, like made a comment to a girl at a bar, like about it, like buying her a drink. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she's probably going to report you. He's like, stop. And I'm like, no, like she, like, and he, it was kind of innocent. It was like, you know, the drink, like sex on the beach. Yeah. He was totally kidding, but he's oh, like, he said that to her. Yeah. He oh. was like, do you want a sex on the beach? And she's like, what? And he's like, I'll get it for, you know, he, but it was like innocent, you know, <laughs> that's, 
And I'm it, like envisioning yeah, coworkers yeah. asking me that question. Yeah. And I mean, depending. So and he, she goes, oh, the drink. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, well, that, you know, he made a comment and she laughed. And, and she, that's the difference. That's the difference. That's what and, crosses the line. But it's funny because like, no, it's not funny. But I said, I go, she's probably going to report you. You're probably going to get, and she goes, he's like, no. And he's a good looking dude. I'm like, you wait. I go, if you like, you don't know, like the people you do that to, like, you don't know if she's dealing with something else within and she might snap and you might you know you don't know or how seriously like it affects you know. or how seriously people are taking it now like yeah. I think there was a time where like we talked about earlier you don't know what that line is but I think now like you can identify that line a lot you, oh, at least I can just based on experience and educate and like just like understanding yeah. what is and is not okay yeah and like I think the different people have different thresholds like you mentioned earlier like I too like I grew up three brothers, not in like the most filtered household, like not that anyone was harassing me at home, but like, yeah, you know, the jokes and the comments. You're, they like, roll off you because you've yeah, heard that. It's, yeah. it's, you have to set a new standard and I think people are learning what that standard is. And so, yes, there are like times where like jokes, like you hear it and you register it, but you're like, whatever, I'll let it slide. But there are times where like you can't let it slide. I mean, the things that people say sometimes are just baffling to me. I was at an event recently and we were getting a drink from the bar at like a an expo hall and the bartender's like, well, he looks at me and he's like, are those your real eyes? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with coworkers who are cracking up because they're like, that's the most absurd thing we've ever heard. But so he asked me this like, looks related question right yeah like something about my looks as a female because that's what he thinks is what I want to hear right and then my male co-workers behind me they get questions about like movies or books yeah, yeah. or like you know interesting topics because men have brains and women <laughs> are only pretty faces and so it's just like the continuous and when you get it over and over and over again like that same event I was talking about earlier Somebody came up asking a question. We had staff there who were literally just there to like hand out books yeah. and stuff. Didn't know anything about anything. And we paid them just to do that piece of it. They're like blue yeah. 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 Just to like hand stuff out. And and so we had guys there doing that. And I'm standing next to one of these guys and someone comes up and asks a question and I know the answer. And I'm providing that answer to him. And he keeps asking questions. He would not make eye contact with me. He would only look at the guy, even though I'm the one answering all yeah. of his questions. He kept asking the guy standing next to me who had no clue about anything yeah. the question as if like, <laughs> I'm like, do I need to go like put my hands yeah. behind <laughs> him and pretend I'm like motion? Like what will make you understand that I'm the one answering the questions here? And it's just like little things over and over and over and over again over the course of time. It's like people are like, did you even notice that that just happened? Sometimes I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize because you're so just rolls used off your back. to it. Yeah. You're so used to it that you're like, if I make a big deal about every time this happens, I'm going to spend my whole day reporting people to HR, you know, yeah. and like that's, and it's a cultural thing just as much as it is something that needs to be fixed in the workplace. I mean, you get it at work, you get it 10 times more outside of work. Oh, I mean, yeah. I literally have had somebody walk down the street and stick their hand up my dress as they were walking. Really? Do you remember in Burlington? Yeah. Actually, Our I, friend. I, oh, my God. We were, I, I was walking that. with a guy who was our friend. I was walking with my girlfriends and one of our guy friends. And this man walks by and just sticks his hand up my dress like he belongs there. Complete stranger on the street. And 
while I'm walking with a guy, which is super weird. Yeah. And our bless his heart, our guy friend tries to beat him up, gets himself beaten up. Instead. Oh, I wasn't there, but I heard right. I heard about it. Bless his heart. I mean, I will love him forever just for that. Like, yeah, <laughs> trying to stick up for me, sweetheart. That's crazy. But that's the type of stuff you deal with, and I'm getting like super fired up right now about this topic. But so you know who picked this topic? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. No, no, no. I think it's really good to talk about it. And I think that, and I just kind of like my closing thing is I hate to like, I hate to say like, I haven't really, like I've had the comments and I've been in some uncomfortable situations, but I've been lucky enough to kind of get myself out of it and do that. So like, I do feel for everyone who's feeling that way. And as I shared on one of the older episodes, like I've actually been like, not maybe not sexually harassed, but I've definitely been kind of targeted and harassed. So I know that feeling of that crippling stuff feeling you get in your stomach when you just don't like, you kind of don't know what you need to do. And so kind of like, same thing I told my brother, I'm like, tell him to stop. And I know it's easy to say that, but I think for females and for Sarah and, I, and like, I don't have to give Sarah advice. She can totally handle like herself, but I mean, I think just telling people, at least even if you're just feeling uncomfortable, like bouncing it off someone to talk through and, Mm -hmm. and to Sarah, your point, like, I wish I went back because guess what? Now that's not going to happen to you again because other people heard it. You talked about it. You think about it and you're like, okay, next time I'll be more aware. And I just think like talking about things really does help more and shit, even if you feel like I wish I would have told people sooner what I was going through at the company before it got to the point where I wanted to leave. You know, and and I'm just relating that to some of the things that you were talking about. Yeah. And I think to your point about, I don't feel like as a person, woman, man, whatever, that you should have to like be careful about what you say or what you wear or the type of situations you put yourself in. Like people should have self-control of what they say that you shouldn't have to do it yourself. However, the world we live in is that... We're not there. And, you know, there are things that I do personally to limit my potential exposure to bad situations like what you were talking about earlier. Like I try to I put boundaries around like the relationships that I have with coworkers. There are certain fronts that I put up that I do with a certain level of awareness Mm -hmm. that I'm doing it intentionally. My dad made a comment one time about like how like a lot of attractive women come across as, as like bitchy sometimes. And I literally looked at him. I was like, do you have any idea what it's like sometimes though? Like if you're not like that initially and upfront until you understand what you're working with sometimes, like you're going to sit there and deal with the idiots who think they can say whatever they want to you because you're a pretty face. And I'm like, I get it. Like I, cause I do it too. Like I'll put up that front sometimes, like not necessarily at work, but in life, like yeah. in real life when I'm out or whatever, like I, I, I probably come across that way initially because if you don't put up a front to a degree, like people think they're welcome to do and say whatever they want. Like when it comes to work, you know, limit the drinking as much <laughs> as you can. That never hurts to not. Notice put, that we're bringing all of these full circle. <laughs> like it never hurts. You know, it's assessing it's, the problem. It's the boundaries. It's the limiting of the drinking. It's, it's, like, don't let this stuff, like, change who you are as a person. Like, I, like you, I'm very much, like, I get along well with guys. I I grew have three brothers. Like, I'm, you know, it's, don't let it change you into someone who feels like they can't say or do anything or whatever. But 
just be more conscious. I think I think everyone can be more conscious of their actions and what it leads to and the things they say. Everyone should be more conscious of the things they say. <laughs> and and just to kind of wrap, like just like if you really really feel that, don't be afraid to come forward. Like I believe in that. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. go yeah. It, especially at work. Like go to HR. You don't like even if you think it might. You can go anonymously now and just it just like I said, it might just help to talk to someone. And to kind of go back to something I mentioned earlier, my instance of what I wasn't really sure or it felt minor to me, sometimes people like organizations are building up cases against someone. You have no idea idea. that there's so many worse things that this person has said or done and they're just waiting for that next piece to drag them out. And so like you might be that last piece, that one person, even though it feels somewhat minor to you, if it affects you and you still think about it, it's probably not as minor as you think. And just put it out there. And if it is really minor, like these people, they, they know their job. They're going to do their job appropriately. If it actually is minor, then there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. But you know, if this person, chances are, if this person's been in a company a long time and you feel uncomfortable, it's not the first time that they've made someone feel uncomfortable. So yeah. 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 I think this was good. Um, we are up at time and because given the sensitivity of the topic, we're going to skip the second segment tonight, but We really appreciate you guys listening. We really want to hear feedback on this. As you can see, like we both come at this from different areas and, you know, everyone's going to have, these are the type of topics we want to do more of so that we can kind of bring awareness to them and just how different viewpoints. So we really appreciate your feedback and follow us on Instagram. At Entry Level Podcast. And I've been saying this, but Twitter soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, th- <laughs> thanks, guys. You can follow me on Twitter yeah, at SarahW3. <laughs> I'm private right now, but it's coming. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. <laughs>